everybody. Happy Friday. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Pearl Podcast. This is Carissa, and I'm happy that you're here with me listening again. My faithful listeners and any new listeners, welcome to the Pearl Podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. Um, for those who are new, this is a space where I get to talk to people, some people that are strangers to me, some people I kind of know that I get to know, some people I know very well, and we just have a conversation about them, about their lives, about their their hardships, their struggles, their their champion the things they have championed in their life, their victories, and it's really fun for me to get to hear that myself and for you guys too. So Today, I have a guest from my church. Her name is Noelle, and she is she is somebody that I don't know very well. We, we know each other's names. She knows a little bit about my family. I know that she's musical. She plays the organ and other instruments. We'll get into that later, but I know a little bit about her, but not much. So I'm really excited. It, she's one of those people I've heard kind of snippets of things that I just know she's very, she has a very cool and intriguing life. So, Noelle, can you give us a little introduction? Yes, my name is Noelle Gosnell. I am, I come from a very large family. I'm the 12th of 13 children. And yeah, and that has probably been a very um, instrumental part of developing into who I am. Um, I I have an unusual family I mean we're not the typical everyday story but nothing crazy but uh-huh. just we have a lot of a lot of interesting stuff I am the second to youngest so I w- me growing up I just had the siblings just barely older than me and younger so it didn't feel like a huge family okay. uh-huh. because my oldest sister was gone to college before I was born that is so wild yeah and I have a niece that's just a year and a half younger than I am and a niece and a nephew who was older than my youngest sister. So we're pretty, wow. yeah, so it's pretty, it's pretty so spread out family. So your mom was pregnant while your sisters were, that is yeah. the weirdest thing to yeah. think about. My, my, so my oldest sister has a daughter and a son older than my younger sister. But the time besi- between the, her second mm-hmm. and my sister is just a few weeks. Oh my he gosh. was born at the beginning of April and she was born at the end of April. I can't. So they were literally pregnant at the exact same like time. Like the whole time. Pretty much <gasps> the whole time. I can't imagine going through all that with your mother. Oh, yeah. That's like special, but also so tricky. Luckily, I was too young to really recognize <laughs> yeah. anything. Yeah. I just like, it was just kind of a fun little snippet to share with people that wow. <laughs> it's just weird. Did you grow up in Kentucky? No, or no, 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 no. No. Okay. No, okay. I, I knew that actually. Yeah. 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 I was born and raised in upstate New York. Wow. My parents were both born and, and raised in Idaho. From okay. Idaho, they got married and blah, blah, blah. They moved to Utah where they had four four children. Okay. Then they moved to Michigan and they had four, maybe five more kids. And then they moved to New York. And that's wow. where I was born. Why all the, those are very inter- like random states to move to. You would to. think so, but not really because okay. my dad is a farmer. Okay. And what brought him, sense. he was he went to uh, Utah State University where he okay. was an uh, 
I think his major was like animal husbandry and something, whatever. Okay. Anyway, he worked on a church welfare farm in Michigan. That's what took him to Michigan. Okay. But it was a church-related cool. um, position. Mm-hmm. And then he was hired by Cornell University to work on a sugar beet project, like, wow. a, research, like a research project. And uh, he got a job working in sugar doing some kind of a sugar beet something or okay. other. I don't know. Very. And and that's where I was born. And he Unique. when I when I was growing up, he was working at for Cornell University as a research farm manager. Wow. Yeah. Cornell. Yeah, I know. That's something what else. One thing that, that one thing that really I look back with so much like, what was I thinking? I could have gone to Cornell tuition free. <gasps> but I didn't. No. I didn't because I didn't think I could cut it. I didn't have the confidence in myself that I could cut it. You totally could have cut it. I probably could have, (laughs) but I'm I'm glad I moved away, moved on. But the thing, but even though I didn't go to Cornell, they very kindly did contribute in a small way to my tuition, no matter where I went. They said that as long as I was making progress towards graduation, they would give me some money every year. And and it wasn't very much, but since I went to, uh, I spent a year going to a college in New York mm-hmm. and it was a state school so it didn't cost very much okay. and then I went to BYU and back in those days it still didn't cost too too much mm-hmm. and so their small contribution was noticeable okay nowadays it would probably not not make be it noticeable but yeah back in my day okay I feel like I'm so old back in the olden <laughs> oh, days <please. laughs> it did it was it, w- it helped a little bit okay. so when I graduated I had a total of $3,000 in student loan debt. <gasps> that is unheard of now. I Are know. Are you kidding me? I know. And I had it paid off in a year. <gasps> I, like, might cry well compared the r- to my debt <laughs> right I know. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But the reason why I got it paid off so quickly is because when I graduated, I, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Yeah. Oh, that's so hard. I, I feel I, that. I, I studied a subject that I was interested in uh-huh. but didn't really have any career what subject was it history okay that's hard the history. like broad subjects mm, yeah, yeah it's like there was no i didn't want to become a teacher it's <laughs> hard it's like, i'd be a teacher do? and I, I thought about going like working in a library but that would have really required a master's degree and i oh, thought really mm-hmm, and i thought if i'm going to invest the kind of money into a master's degree it needs to be a career that's going to pay something yeah, yeah. and i'm sorry that library science <laughs> does not make a person yes, rich yeah so yeah. i just kind of abandoned college i went to college yeah. i got my degree enjoyed it Goodbye. and <laughs> then and then went on to still not have any idea what i was gonna do yeah so what did you do so then? when i graduated i went to washington dc and worked as a nanny for a <gasps> year and a half that's fun so i was living with a fairly well-to-do family mm-hmm. living in their house so i had no rent no rent no food expenses no car expenses because I drove their car. So every penny that I got paid just went into my pocket. <gasps> That's amazing. And so I used that money and paid off my student loan debt. That is literally being debt free within a year. That is, yeah. I, I don't hear that ever. No, that's very. It's like 25 years it takes you to pay off your debt or, or, more, or more. Or more. Yeah. When my husband graduated, he had. A significantly lot. more <laughs> debt than I did, yeah. but I really pushed him. I said, "This, this is a debt we're going to retire as quickly as possible because I mean, people Smart. have debts, but like this is a debt 
it, it's manageable. Let's get it yeah, taken care of. Yeah, just get it over with. Let's get it over with. There's yeah. that's not something to hang on to. That's my opinion. Not yeah. to hang over our heads yeah. indefinitely. The interest and all that. Coming from a big family, being in debt was always being talked about in my family. Yeah. I mean, my parents were not. My dad was a farmer for kind yeah. of life. We yeah. were not rich, and we yeah. had. So many kids. So many kids. No one is going to be rich no matter what you do. We (laughs) were, my favorite clothes were always hand-me-downs. I never had anything new Mm -hmm. until, oh, i got a funny story about that later on. Okay. (laughs) We had never had anything new. And so debt was just always on people's minds. And so I was always, like, if something gets bothered me and so yeah. I've just always pushed to try to get rid of cool. debt and so I wouldn't say we're completely debt free right now yeah. we have a house and a car payment right, but right. and we f- use credit cards but we tend to pay them off mm-hmm. pretty pretty well quickly mm-hmm. and try to be reasonably responsible with that mm-hmm. we're not perfect yeah but there's but there's we're we do okay yeah on that score interesting how you like learn from your childhood like what i don't want to do yes i've (laughs) I've learned that a little bit like i feel like i had a really good childhood but just like certain things yeah you like or don't like or think times change and you want to do things different and it's a blessing yeah Yeah. i'll tell you about a a close story that i was yes do tell so i'm a complete tomboy and i've never outgrown it i'm (laughs) i'm 56 years old and I am every bit the tomboy now that I was <laughs> when I was 10, 11. It's just, uh-huh. I've always been that way. It's just yeah, who I am. I can't help that. it. My mom doesn't, does not agree with you. My mom <laughs> thought there is something wrong with that. Oh we no. need to make you more ladylike. And I'm going, I'm just not. Yeah, you're just, I'm, I'm just not. Yeah. And so one time in desperation, she takes me out st- shopping. This is back in the old days when they had Kmart <laughs> before Walmart. Walmart Kmart. drove Kmart out of business. But I, I went to a Kmart. I remember going to this Kmart and picking out. My mom picked out some dresses for me to try on. Okay. And so I go into the changing room, and the first dress I had was this pink dress. <laughs> I did not pink. care for it. And I was wearing... I was wearing like these athletic socks, kind of somewhat dingy with the big stripes around oh, the top. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I come out, kind of with this look on my face of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with these dingy socks <laughs> in this pink dress. I can picture. And my mom was like going, "Okay, no, <laughs> She's like, take that off. That's now. not gonna. That's not gonna work." <laughs> <laughs> that's so cute. I, I, I'm still kind of that that's way. That's fine. There's yeah. nothing wrong. I agree. I think I like myself just the way I am. No, I think you're very like. <laughs> Like, I love the vibe you have, like, about you. It is very much like, this I'm is me. I'm chilling. Yeah. Like, I got my thing. I'm not going to be wearing pink frilly dresses no. all the time, <laughs> and that's fine. And, and people who want to, it's, it's fantastic. Totally, that's them. Do what you want to mm-hmm. do. It's mm-hmm. good. It's just, it's not me. Yeah, and that's great. I think yeah. that's a great lesson to learn <laughs> is, like... My mom, my mom learned that lesson, too. She's like, no, <laughs> she's not going <laughs> to. Never mind. She's not, not with those socks. Not with those socks. <laughs> So how did you meet your husband then? So that's a really hard question to answer. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just, it's weird. And it's not interesting. It's <laughs> kind of like weird. So y- we had to kind of go back way before that. Okay. We're kinda, this is like, we, we got married later in my life. So okay. that's like, okay. I had a lot going on in my life before he was ever around. Okay. So we okay. have to get to so him rewind. much rewind. later. Yeah. The better question to ask, and I'll ask you on your behalf, sure. is <laughs> how did I end up in Kentucky? That is a great question. Okay, okay. so okay. I graduated from BYU yeah. with $3,000 of debt and not a clue what I wanted to do. Okay. So I went, My I had a roommate at BYU who had been a nanny in D.C. and got cool. me connected. And so I went to D.C., worked as a nanny for a year and a half, and 
But okay, what next? Well, my parents at the time had been on a mission in Peru. That we were talking about. Yes, that. we were. That is wild. And back in those back in those days, you probably remember the the cholera outbreak. Oh, they yes, hit Peru. My I parents were there during that. the cholera outbreak, That's so crazy. and were like confined to their room, and that is it horrid. was crazy. At any rate, when they came home. At that time, I was working as a nanny. You were in D.C.? In D.C., okay. yes. So they come home. I'm in D.C., and they came out and visit me one time. My mom was like, oh, no, well, you should go on a mission. And I'm like going, uh, no. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> and she, oh, you're willing to. And my mom is a very pushy person, yeah. and she wants what she wants. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. Well, fast forward a little bit. I'm still in D.C., uh, and a friend, I was hanging out at the house of a friend of mine who was also a nanny. We were just hanging out at their house, Fun. hanging out, and, and she had been on a mission, and we were with another couple of guys one th who had not been on missions. Neither one of the guys had been on missions. Okay. So we were just talking about missions. Mm -hmm. And when I, we ca when I came home that night, it was a Sunday night, when I came home that night, I was just laying in bed going, I don't want to go on a mission. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Yeah. And as I was laying there, I think all the different reasons why I didn't. You know, one thing is I, I can't say that my testimony was completely rock solid. I was yeah. kind of, it okay. was kind of a, I've always gone to church. It's just what you've done. It's what I've done. I'm mm -hmm. comfortable with it, but I'm not sure I'm bold enough to come out and say to other people, this is what you should do. I just, okay. I just wasn't mm -hmm. really there. And then to add to that. Let's be honest. Wearing a dress every day for a year and a half <laughs> did not appeal That's to me. That's a deal breaker for Noel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nowadays they can wear pants. pants? Uh, that might have been a different yeah. story, but I was yeah. like, a year and a half yeah. of wearing a dress. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if I oh can yeah. do that. No, it, it's something else. And besides, what if they sent me to a foreign country? I've got to learn a foreign language. Yeah. I would never be no, successful there's, there's in that. Many reasons. Yeah. yeah. So I was laying in bed thinking about all the reasons why I didn't want to go. <laughs> Lots of very, very valid reasons, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and. The thought popped into my head, let's face it, your heart is troubled and you are afraid. And my mm. eyes are going, wait a second. And I found the scripture in the, in the New Testament that says, let not your heart be troubled, oh. neither let it be afraid. I go, that's exactly what was bothering me. I mm. go, that, I, feel, I felt like that was an answer right then and there mm. that I needed to go. The, the wow. message of why I wasn't going was something that the Savior said is not, is not a reason to not go. <laughs> yeah. wow. And so I decided to go. And I did all the interviews and all the paperwork and got everything taken care of and got my mission call to uh, Argentina. As it happens, is a foreign country yeah. where I would have to learn a foreign yes. language. Wow, Just one of your fears. Yes. And uh, so I... Decided to go and and was your mom just thrilled? Yeah, that she was very happy about. <laughs> You're it. like it's not because of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. I didn't succumb to your pressure. I succumbed to Heavenly Father's yes, pressure. <laughs> yes. So I went from D.C. onto my mission and served there for a year and a half. While I was there, my parents served left to serve another mission, An a second wow. mission. So Good while I was gone, they left, left. for a second mission. Okay. Their, their second mission was in Costa Rica. Jeez. Yeah. And um, so when I came home from my mission, my parents weren't there. They were still there. Okay, they were still gone. Okay, so I come with my mission to see go back even further. I could tell my childhood. We have to go back <laughs> to my childhood to get <laughs> the whole story. You can do 
jump however you uh, want. Yes. So <laughs> now back back even further, when I was in high school, my parents actually I was younger than that. I w- when I was like s- in seventh grade, we moved to from the small town of Lansing, New York, mm-hmm. close to Ithaca, where Cornell is, oh, okay. up to Poplar Ridge, New York, another very okay. small town. Um, where my dad was going to buy a 12-acre plot of land and build a house on it. Okay. We built a barn first for animals, okay. but... but wow. A barn first, no house for you. And <laughs> we moved into the barn. <gasps> I was going to ask. We moved into... Wow. We lived in the barn. My bedroom was one of the lofts. But after a year, the guy who was selling this property, we hadn't finished buying it yet. Yeah. We hadn't paying enough. He said, you know what? We don't like you weirdos <gasps> on our property. <laughs> You're living you in have, a barn. You have animals. to leave. <laughs> oh my so on the, prop, on, the, on the research farm where my dad worked, there happened to be an, a vacant house. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Okay. So we moved into that house. Okay. And while we were there, they found a, a different property to buy instead. It was actually much bigger. It was like a 44-acre plot. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. And I can't get over you in the barn. <laughs> it was really fun. <laughs> I'd climb. We had the, we had the big, there was a big post in the middle with like, we had, we had nailed like rungs up. So I'd climb up, oh, wow. walk across the catwalk. To the to the loft room, so my room. So you like the animals were in there with you. No, though. no, no. There were no animals. <laughs> oh, the animals okay. were not in there with I us. Thought, okay. No, no, no. I the animals were like were cows below you. No, I'm no, like, no. The, the animals smell. were not in there with us. They were just living out in the in the outdoors in the okay. while we <laughs> got <laughs> the comforts and okay, luxuries I'm glad of I a barn. That up. I yes. was a little concerned. <laughs> <laughs> when I said we had an interesting childhood, I wasn't kidding. <laughs> I know. I love it. Okay. Anyways, you buy Okay. So yeah. So we we had moved into this vacant house on the property where my dad's research farm was meanwhile he they found another property and we started building on that okay. we moved the barn over we didn't move into it again okay we <laughs> put the animals in, in there the and meanwhile we decided to build and it took us a long time because we didn't just have it built by some professional builder we oh literally built it ourselves oh my gosh. and it was a log home oh my gosh but when you do things yourself you require time and money oh and to get them both at the same time is pretty much impossible. So it took us a really long time to get the house built. Wow. We didn't actually we didn't actually move into the house until I was a senior in high school. When did you start? When I was like uh, in eighth grade, maybe ninth grade, oh something gosh. like that. Something like that. Wow. So it took us like three years. But we moved into the house. There was still no electricity. Oh my still gosh. no running water. No plumbing. No, wow. It was just walls. We had a uh, we had a fireplace for heat. We had a, a literally a wood burning cook stove to cook on. We did have a well with a literally a hand pump that if we you could get some water. You could see my jaw dropping to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is crazy. That's I crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> but so like so cool at the yeah. same time. <laughs> and so. My my freshman my my senior year of high school, I didn't have any electricity. I would do homework too with a with a like an a old candle? gas no not a candle <laughs> with a gas lant oh, a okay. gas lantern though or okay. car- kerosene <gasps> lamps, and wow. yeah it was crazy. That's so wild. And so because our house and this is upstate New York, so it gets cold in the winter yeah, time. Yeah. So, but so our house was heated with a wood stove. I had no idea 
how much everything I owned smelled to high heaven of wood smoke. Oh. I didn't have a clue. <gasps> oh, I didn't think when of I that. When I went away to college, I'm like, going, this smells different. Is there a oh, there's a light switch. This oh actually works. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was funny. We got electric. Oh, so there was a, a hurricane that hit Long Island and just took out a lot of damaged it significantly so when we were ready to put their the lights in our house the power company said no we can't ship any any light poles up to you because everything we need needs to go to long island no i'm going but 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 we haven't had electricity for a long time and my mom who is not a pushover (laughs) she contacted them and she said i need three freaking light poles three i demand them oh my gosh and she got them good for her electricity got turned on on Thanksgiving Day, <gasps> my f- of my freshman year, miracle. of my freshman year of college. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, well, that is insanity. So I went. I took. I spent one year going to s- the State University of New York in Cortland. That's an abbreviation for S U N Y, SUNY, SUNY okay, Cortland. Okay. And you see a lot of SUNY colleges in New York. I okay. went to SUNY Cortland. This is all new to me. Oh yeah, nobody mm. has heard of these yeah. schools unless you're from there. Yeah. Uh, and I was majoring in physical education, which is what I thought I wanted to be a gym teacher. Okay. Okay. <laughs> turns out I really didn't. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, after a year, I decided, I, I really don't think I'm going to do this. Things like anatomy and physiology and kinesiology oh. <laughs> don't sound as much fun yeah, <laughs> as I was yeah. hoping. It's not just playing basketball no, in the gym uh, all day, every if day. Only it were only. <laughs> yes, if only. So anyway, I decided to transfer, and I transferred to BYU, mm-hmm. where I went, and I got my degree in history, and then I went to D.C. Okay. Where were we, what was I so going to So you were oh, talking oh. about your pa- – wait, you got home from your mission. Yeah. And then you had to back up. You got home, and your parents weren't there. Right. Because they were in Costa Rica. Yes. Oh, oh th- that's what I was saying. We got home to my yes. house, okay. which we had built ourselves. Yes. That, that was the okay, point of this yes. whole thing. We had built this house ourselves. Okay, okay. And it was not exactly the kind of house you can't just, like, move in. Yeah. There was, like, it was able to be hooked up to electricity, but they had been gone f- to co- Costa Rica, so they had disconnected all the wiring yeah and they had disconnected the water okay yes yeah. so, so where was did you it go? It, uh, wh- i didn't know what to do oh my gosh i've got a mission story to tell you too okay. about coming home which is a whole other story but Kay. we'll get to that in a little i love bit. them i love oh i've stories. got stories all I day long it. i love it so uh i decided i can't i can't stay here yeah. and so i had a sister who was living in kentucky at the time okay and she said why don't you come here get mm-hmm. yourself back on your feet so nice. And I said, Sweet. "Okay, yeah, I'll do that." Yeah. So I moved here, and they lived out in uh, Prospect, uh, oh. Goshen, in Goshen. Oh, Goshen. Yeah, I like Goshen. Yeah, and so I lived with them for about a year. Uh, then I got my own place, and literally after I moved out, within days they said, "Oh yeah, we're moving." No <laughs> way. Are you like serious? <laughs> <laughs> so they, I moved out, and, and after, literally, just a couple months after I moved out, they moved to uh, to Kansas. And okay. then from Kansas, they went to South, to South Carolina. And then from South Carolina, they went to Texas. Okay. And so in the meantime, I had been visit. I visited them in, in South Carolina for a couple of Thanksgivings or Christmases, and they went to Texas. And one year, she, Lidon says to my sister, her name is Lidon, she says uh-huh. to me, I'm in at her house over Christmas. 
in Texas. And she says, oh, I love it here in Texas. You should totally move here. <gasps> I'm not going, no, 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 Are no, no. Kidding? The last time I fell for that one. <laughs> you left. You left immediately. <laughs> well, what was funny was that <laughs> within a year, they had moved to India. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, they were only in India for a year. And they went back to Texas. Not Indiana. India. No, India. <laughs> India. And, and, and what? As a, now, they moved back. It was, te- it was a temporary <laughs> thing. But I'm still going, you see? You see? You told me to move here. And you were just going to leave. <laughs> India. Yeah. So anyway, so I was. That's hilarious. I, I didn't follow him. So I you were here. alone in Kentucky. I was alone here in Kentucky Jeez. for a long time. And while I was here, I started working for... Um, Dr. Wayne Mortensen. Okay. Do you know who that is? Is that the Mortensen? That's the Mortensen's. The Mortensen Mortensen. Yeah, the Mortensen (laughs) Mortensen. Okay. Yeah. I worked um, with one of his partners and he he was the branch president of the singles branch that was that okay. used to be here and that's where i met him and okay. they trained me from nothing i didn't have a clue about anything dental uh-huh and so i uh, just real quick mortensen dental is for those who are not in kentucky it's like a corporate dentistry there's like mortensen dental offices when everywhere. i started it was not it was Kay. one office so i'm very intrigued that's why okay it was one it's building huge now it's huge okay yeah <laughs> yeah and so uh, I worked for them and started off with zero knowledge of dentistry. Okay. Nothing. And they trained me up. I started becoming, I became a dental assistant and worked for them for years. I start oh, started I doing. I did not know this. <laughs> I started, tra- actually, when I, by the time I left there, I was actually in charge of training all the new hires coming in to kind of train them in the Mortensen philosophy and okay. the systems they had in place. Cool. But yeah, I was a dental assistant for years and I quit only when Rachel was born. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So wild. Yeah, I was there for quite a long time, but that's how I met Jeff. Mm -hmm. He actually was his family were patients there. Wow. And he had come in, you know, for wisdom teeth extractions or whatever. I knew kind of I'd seen him around. Didn't really know them at all. Just kind of people. Yeah. And um, one day. So they, they end up dissolving the singles branch. Okay. And so I was a member of the third of the Louisville Third Ward at the time. And they had dissolved the singles branches. People just went to the wards of where they lived. Mm-hmm. And Jeff started going to the Louisville Third Ward. I almost immediately after that moved away. Not on purpose. Oh, no. I moved <laughs> She's away. like, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, that wasn't yeah. why. I just, I, yeah, he'd yeah. come in there briefly, and I had moved away, and I was at, in the um, Crestwood First Ward. Okay. I bought a condo um, and was in the Crestwood First Ward. And, um, but we would get together for, like, single adult things. Okay. And I think one time he had invited me to participate in a single adult choir that they were doing. So okay. we knew okay. of each other, but mm-hmm. not nothing Nuts. like yeah okay that just kind sense. of like casual acquaintancy yeah. type stuff yeah and uh he when i he i get a phone call one night uh, back in those days i was doing taekwondo <laughs> oh <laughs> my <laughs> what the heck <laughs> that's I what i'm saying I'm like i just jump around everywhere just <laughs> i just jump around everywhere so <laughs> i was i was driving home from my taekwondo class and i get this phone call from jeff who had never called me before Okay, Ever. so you're like, what is this guy? Hi. <laughs> and he says, just wondering if you're busy tonight and want to do anything. I'm going, I'm just on my way home from class, but I can, sure, I'll meet you. Yeah. We, we went and had dinner together. I think it was oh, at, fun. at 
Oh Charlie's or I think it was Oh Charlie's we that. met. I haven't been there. Okay. It might be closed now. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> it used to be over there in the s- where the Springhurst, uh, not where the um the town. Uh, town you know where center? the Myers? Yes, over there. It's in that. It was. You, it used oh. to be in that okay. place, but I think it is closed okay. now. Okay. Yeah, I haven't heard. But of we it. just had a dinner there and nice little chat. Fine. And then we went home, and he never called me again. <laughs> oh no! I thought you were gonna say the rest nope. is history. <laughs> nope. Nope. We haven't gotten to the rest of history yet. <laughs> Never called me again. <gasps> and then this was like in October. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, the following January. Okay. Some it was months. his his birthday is on January nineteenth, and okay. it was on, it was his birthday or right. I think it was is exactly that. But might have been the day before, or day after. But okay. it was right then. He just called me, <laughs> and we chatted for about an hour. Didn't talk about anything important, oh, and then just like, okay, bye. <laughs> what <laughs> was it? So random. And then the following, uh, a few weeks after that, he didn't wait so long the sec- next time. He called me and invited me. They used to have steak dances for the adults for Valentine's Day. Oh, cute. They okay. Don't, they d- I don't know if they do it anymore, but they used to. Okay. And he said, do you want to go to the Valentine's Day dance with me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we did that. And then we started dating at that point. Okay. And um, the rest is history because three yeah. weeks late. Oh, this is even better. So I'm I'm at work one day and I get a phone call from a friend who said, Noel, do you have something to tell me? <laughs> oh I'm going, No, not really. And she goes, uh, are you sure? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and she goes, She's they should come on. <laughs> I heard you're engaged. I'm going, what? no. I said, I've been dating somebody for like a little it, past it, while. I feel like I would know and this. She goes, yeah. And she goes, come on, you can tell me. <laughs> I swear, nothing is happening. Well, it turns out that he had gone to an, an FHE with the single adults and had mentioned <laughs> there that he'd been dating me. Okay. And he thought it might get serious. Okay? Okay. One of the people who was there told her mom who told her husband, oh no. who told the, the his buddy, train. who told his buddy, who was the husband of the lady who called me. <laughs> so we went this, oh and so God. the story had gotten that we were engaged when it, what it started off as, I'm dating her, and I think it could be, I think it could get serious. Yeah. And so I called Jeff and said, do you know anything about <laughs> this rumor? He He's goes, like, oh, no. <laughs> I, I know how it started, but I did not mean it that no. way. <laughs> But we were engaged like within days after that. <laughs> we got oh. we we got engaged Whoa. within weeks after our first like <gasps> official date, and we're married like hey. the followings. Like we, we so we got our first date. The Valentine's yeah. Day dance was February, and we were married in mid June, by the end of June. Wow! So it did kind of cool. go fast. Okay. Yeah. But hey, yeah. no, honestly, I love that though. It's just like <laughs> it, it works so when it works. It was yeah. It was funny. It was weird. That. I love the story that led up to that. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. I'm like, hmm, do you have something questions? you want to tell me? <laughs> I, no. no. I am dead. The gossip trains. It's yeah. like that game telephone. Have you played that? Oh, where yes. you like whisper something oh, yeah. and it totally changes. Yeah. So tell me about music. I really wanted to talk about music because you are very musical. You're the choir director, right? Yeah. And you play the piano, you play the ukulele, you play the cello, cello, am I right? Cello, yeah. <laughs> so growing up, my mom, my mom, 
grew up in upstate in rural Idaho with very very poor they were she was born in 1929 which was the year that the Great Depression started wow. but it started even earlier for farmers and her her father was a sheep herder and so they were dirt poor mm-hmm. but my grandfather played the violin and my mom okay. always wanted to be able to play the violin but because they had no money it was like um, nope <laughs> sorry Aww. and so when she became an adult she decided I'm gonna play the violin yeah and she made her she, she learned herself but she really really imposed it on her kids every one of her kids became musical whether they wanted to or not okay and we all started on the violin. I actually, um, I started on the, well, it's, I don't know, actually, so back in the day, we I was so little. I was literally a year old. <gasps> we started on a Cracker Jack box <laughs> with a ruler tape to it, which <gasps> is the shape of violin, and a brand oh new straight gosh. pencil with beater bow. And you just learn how to hold it, how Wait, to, like. that's so cute. Oh, I was that's adorable. really cute. One. I wish, yeah. if you, do you have a picture? I have a picture of myself playing the cello when I was quite young. Cute. I'll have, have to send to find it to it. me yeah. if you find it. Yeah, I've got some pictures of Cute. I'd have, have, have to track them down. But yeah. 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 So um, when I was about three, I broke my violin. And yeah. The Cracker Jack violin? No, no. It was oh, a, real a real violin, violin. now. <laughs> no, okay. no, once you, I graduated a real violin and I broke At it. three? Yeah. Ah. <gasps> Yeah, I was, I was even younger than that when I got, got the real violin. But I broke crazy. it at about age three. So we go to the a luthier shop. Do you know what a luthier is? No. It's a word that I no. only learned fairly recently myself. It's basically the ins- an instrument maker. Okay. 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 A luthier. So you have guitar luthiers and violin okay. luthiers. They're people who m- craft these instruments. Very cool. We went to this luthier shop, and um, I saw a picture of somebody playing the cello. And all I could see was that that person was sitting down. Whereas when you play the violin, I had to stand up. (laughs) And at age three, I thought, why am I standing all the time when I could be sitting? Oh, that's hilarious. These are the things. (laughs) That is so funny. So I was so little, they didn't make cellos quite that small. Mm -hmm. So I started on what's called a cellola, which is a viola with an end pin in it. So a viola has the same strings as a cello, Mm -hmm. just an octave higher. Okay. But it's the same... Like it, it like a cello is is an A a D a G and a C whereas a violin is an E an A a D and a G so okay. I had the same strings okay and but they put an end pin in it so I could sit and play it so if okay. I think basically you know what viola looks like yeah. right yeah so it's just a tiny little cello okay and that's what I s- started on mm-hmm. and then gradually I grew up graduated to a cello and by the way I broke a couple cellos in my day as well but <laughs> I never switched <laughs> over again. <laughs> Once you can sit and play, what I did not factor in is how annoying it is to lug a cello oh, around I was all ask the time. For like I didn't think I was three. Maybe I was thinking like very short term. <laughs> I can sit when I play. <laughs> That's so fun. Yeah, actually, I played briefly in the orchestra at the Baptist Seminary. Wow. Um, they don't the orchestra that orchestra does not exist anymore. But I played with it for a while, cool. and we had one opportunity where we played a baroque chamber orchestra piece 
and the orca just orchestra director decided just for the fun of it to have us play it in the style that it would have been done back in the olden days so the cellos were sitting and everyone was standing <gasps> i'm like going see this this right here <laughs> this moment is why i chose to play the cello <laughs> like so that my moment, i could sit and everybody else is standing peak moment in the cello <laughs> yes. world yeah i don't journey. really play very often i just kind of have it and goof around with it occasionally yeah. but but yes i music is something that really speaks to me mm -hmm. and kind of really gets through to me and my my mom who is the one who kind of forced it on us mm -hmm. i did not appreciate it when i was growing up yeah. and i don't think anybody ever does no everyone hates uh, everybody hates it if i had a nickel <laughs> for every kid who said i want to quit and then or they or they do quit and they look like say i wish i didn't quit yeah yeah that's what happens happens all the time well yeah. my mom was the kind of person who doesn't care if you wish you quit yeah, you're in doing fact, it in fact i did quit and she said uh, she says, you want to quit? Fine. And <laughs> so the next day, go practice. I, ju I just quit yesterday. No, you didn't. Go back and <laughs> practice. And I spent my youth constantly figuring out ways to fake and not practice and getting out of practicing. <laughs> I did that so all the time. Funny. I was the worst. <laughs> that so so that if I stuck with it and really worked hard at it, I could be quite good, yeah. but I didn't, and I'm not. Oh. But I do know a lot about music. Mm -hmm. I do know that. And so I, and I, I do love music now as an adult, yeah. but I still don't have the discipline to practice. Yeah, <laughs> it's, that's hard, it's hard. It's hard. And so like right now, I'm actually, one of the things that's about me that anybody who knows me recognizes, one, I, I love learning new things. I'm always mm. picking up new cool things to do. That's awesome. And so a little over a year ago, I joined the, Louis, uh, the Oldham County Community Band. Oh. Well. I don't play any band instruments. Yeah, I was going to ask. I don't. What? I don't play any band instruments. So what am I learning how to play? Percussion. Wow. So, yeah, I'm playing, I'm playing, you know, my instrument of choice is usually the bass drum because it's relatively easy. Cool. Snare is a lot more difficult, but I'll tackle it if it's not uh -huh. too hard. Sometimes I'll play the, the mallet percussion. Those are like the, the marimba and the xylophone and uh -huh. the vibraphone. That's for the, you know, the individual keys. Right. But those... If they're too hard, I can't do them. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I'm, cause I'm, that's what I'm doing. I'm and you play, we played hockey too. I right? did play. I don't play right now. My knees just are. Yeah, that's a making. That's it. quite the sport. I love hockey though. Yeah. And Jeff is still playing. Where Where did that come from? Have you Had you played before? No. Or was it just <laughs> no. one of those fun? One of those things like just and you and you guys have played together. We did play it together that's for a so while. Cute. Yeah, that's it was so fun. it was super fun. So they have at the ice rink here. They have something they call uh, try hockey for free, which is designed for little kids to okay. give a kids a chance to fun. just try it. And they have yeah. it's like tw twice a year uh -huh. on a Saturday for like an hour. You get a chance to go and try out hockey skills. Cute. And then the idea is to get them to suck them in so they join the right. learn join to play hockey club. thing. <laughs> and they they take a, like a I don't know it's a ten week whatever program for the kids okay. to learn to play and so we got our girls to do that a couple of times neither one of them stuck with it gabby just <laughs> hates anything sports related and rachel said the the skates hurt her feet yeah. so it's like man it's yeah. true what can you do but we were enjoying it yeah. a lot and so How they have fun. a program for adults that's called the never ever hockey league and it's for people who've never ever played that's hockey really fun. they'll teach them from absolutely nothing uh-huh and so Jeff started doing that, and he was having so much fun. Yeah. I want to do that too. So oh I played fun. for a, I played for a few seasons, and um, between challenges at home, yeah, kids yeah. that are don't always allow me to do whatever I want. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's I hard. I haven't been able to do it, but I've been 
encouraging Jeff to to play. He likes awesome. it. He plays. He's actually also refs, and cool. so he's and that's actually because the refing pays for his playing, because <gasps> playing is expensive. Perfect. So he'll ref, and that he builds up this all this extra yeah. money, and he uses that money to pay for that's his perfect. ex season. So it's yeah, it's fun. fantastic. Yeah, and it's let's face it, refing is basically free ice time. It, uh, no, yeah. To totally, develop your skills totally. and stuff there too. Because so you're skating, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I love that you guys have a hobby like that you just do for fun. That's so unique. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun. It's it's actually sub- surprisingly popular. Yeah. How much it's growing in this area. Yeah. Because it's and so I've random. decided that hockey is my favorite sport. <gasps> it's Whoa! super fun. Maybe it's you should try it one day. You should. Maybe. <laughs> you should. I'm pretty. L- Petite, I feel like it's not half. It doesn't matter, because <laughs> when you're, because this for the adults who are starting from nothing, yeah, it's a no I'd check. It's a no check league. Okay. So nobody's okay. like, I mean, Shoving you, me you into the bump wall. into each other. Yeah. But you're not. There's nobody that. You're learning yeah. the skills. You're yeah. not learning how okay. to hit okay. people <laughs> and how to fight. Okay, that's good. And you pretty. wear a full coverage mask, yeah. so you're not going to get any hockey pucks Fine. to your teeth. And you've got pads on everything, so. That does sound fun. It, it is super fun. Yeah. It's super fun. Okay, that's really it's good to know. It's also kind of expensive. Yeah. But, hey, you know, sometimes you just got to Sometimes splurge. you just got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I wanted to ask you about, you mentioned your daughters. So you had Rachel and then Gabby is adopted. Is that right? Other way around. <gasps> what? Rachel is adopted. Rachel is adopted. <laughs> My gosh. Okay. See, this S- is why we're talking. So yes. tell me about that. How so is that process? Yeah. So when... <laughs> When Jeff and I got married, uh, Jeff was actually had been diagnosed with Hodgkin's disease. Oh, really? Cancer a few months before we, like, right after we got engaged. Oh, that's like, horrifying. engaged a week later. Oh, by the way, I've got cancer. <gasps> and so he was going through chemotherapy and radiate. Well, chemotherapy. And he was actually going through chemo while, when we got married. He was oh in the middle gosh. of his chemo when we got, got married. And so when you take when you do chemo, it can do damage to lots of yeah. stuff. And they're saying you might want to hold off on trying to have kids yeah. for about a year Makes until sense. we everything. know everything is kind of mm-hmm. okay. And so that's what we did. And then, boom! I had an ovarian cyst. Oh. It was ten centimeters, and it required that they remove one of my ovaries. Yeah. So here I am. I'm not exactly a spring chicken at this point. I'm <laughs> in my I'm in my late 30s at this okay, point. Okay. And with one ovary and oh Jeff gosh. having had cancer no, going, you know, so just to, let's just think about yeah. adopting just to so we can ha- start our family and yeah. kind of just go see how it goes. And so we started doing that process and we uh, we went through back in those days, the church had the LDS family services that helped place um, children, children in, uh-huh. in adoptive families. Okay. They don't do that anymore, but mm-hmm. they d- in those days they did. And that's how we were able to adopt Rachel. I was in the delivery room when she was born. <gasps> oh, wow. And yeah, and we have had her from absolute day one. And then um, our yeah. little happy families going together, and we start thinking about maybe after the first of the year, We've had her. She's now about a year and a half. Uh-huh. Maybe we should think about adopting again. Yeah. And boom, I was pregnant. <gasps> wow. And completely unexpected. Shocking. Because bear in mind, I've got one ovary at this point. Yes, yeah, so you didn't I'm know if you could. I'm 40 now. Wow. And I'm going, this is kind of a 
risky type of a uh-huh. thing. Yeah. And sure enough, it was kind of a high risk pregnancy because at about the 20 week mark ish, mm-hmm. I started having some pretty bad pains, oh. which I didn't really know if it was serious or not. Yeah. I'd never been pregnant before. Yeah, yeah, pregnant. I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so I go to the doctor and she says, oh, you're going to go to the hospital right now. <gasps> I'm not going, wait, what? For what? No way. I was having preterm labor. <gasps> oh my gosh. And so they put me on bed rest and I was in the hospital for about a week, maybe a week and a half. Uh-huh. And they said, okay, you're going to go home and you are going to stay on bed rest. <gasps> oh no. Wow. And I was That's like going, so hard. Okay. Like I, I was working at the time going, well, I guess I'm, no, I wasn't working. I guess I wasn't working at this point anymore. I was just stay at home. But I was teaching piano lessons is what I was doing. Okay, okay. And I'm like going, I, I, Gotta cancel all my lessons for I don't yeah. know how long. I, I don't know what's going on. Oh my gosh. And so I go home and I'm on bed rest and we have Rachel who's a toddler at this point. Oh, a toddler. How are you on bed rest with the toddler? Yeah, well guess what? <laughs> the term they used was you failed your at home bed rest <laughs> and you're back in the hospital oh no. again. They, that's what I failed. <gasps> that's the word they use. You <laughs> they failed. Said that. That's the word they use. Ouch. You failed your at-home bed rest. And they made me come back to the hospital. I was in the hospital from February some I had a, like 19th or okay. 15th uh-huh. or something like that until Rachel w- Gabby was born which was May 15th. Oh so for gosh. a total of 3 months with there was a few weeks that I was home on bed rest that I had failed. <laughs> and I was in the hospital otherwise the whole rest of the time. That is awful. Yeah. What I learned, though, is that I think every parent should be, every mom should be required to be on bed rest for at least a week every quarter. Mm -hmm. So, like, three months, you're on bed rest for a week. By the end of that week, that's what I think they should do. Because by the end of the week, it's like, okay, now I'm ready to get up and get help oh, going again. I, I guess that does And by make the sense. end of the three, after yes. three months, it goes, uh, okay, I need, I need, I need rest. another week of bed rest. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, That's my smart. plan has not actually come to fruition, but I think it would be brilliant. <laughs> I think you should work in the, <laughs> should, in the healthcare, yeah. the women's health. <laughs> Require that Labor all and delivery moms room. <laughs> are forced to be on bed rest <laughs> for a week. For at least the first five years of their child's yeah. life. <laughs> That's what's nice to me. They provide like a nanny for that week yeah, or something. Yeah. Hey, I'm down for that. Yeah. But I did fail the bedroom because Rachel was a toddler. She, yeah. you know, she falls on the stairs. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to lay here. I know. Take care you of yourself. What are you supposed you know, to do? I got up and take care of her. You know, she's, your pu- own food. she's, she's puking. <laughs> ah, she'll be fine. <laughs> no, I had to get up and do something. Yeah. And it's, but you take you take me out of the house and back in the hospital. And what what can I do? Yeah. And yeah. so I was removed from the situation. That makes sense. So, yeah. Super difficult time for Jeff. Jeff was uh. under a tremendous amount of stress uh. and pressure. It was really hard on him. Yeah. Um, he was, at the time, we were getting a lot of help from friends. So Rachel would spend, because he was working. Mm-hmm. So she would go spend the day with somebody, and then Jeff would pick her up and have her home at night, and then come down and visit me at the hospital. So Jeff was under a huge amount of stress and pressure. And uh, at one point, they... That in our neighborhood where we were living at the time, they installed a new stop sign. Okay. And it was ridiculous because there was a speed bump, a stop sign, and another speed bump. Oh, you're <laughs> kidding. Yeah. And one Come time, on, Kentucky. And one time, <laughs> Jeff missed us the stop <gasps> sign, and he got pulled over. <laughs> no. And this is all while 
I'm on bed rest, oh and he's under so God. much pressure. It was Poor just, guy. it was absolutely miserable. Yeah. But he ended up, he he resented that ticket because it just seems so grossly unfair. Yeah. And so, rather than pay it, we he oh did no. the he did community service. <laughs> And so he went to a, an animal shelter and played with cats. <laughs> and that's how he paid for his ticket. Because <laughs> he loves hey, cats. I love to do that. He loves cats. And so it was a gr- great way for him to. <laughs> that's <laughs> hilarious. I did not know you could do that. Play with cats. Instead. Well, you, you can do community service. I mean, yeah, th- you yeah. can sometimes do t- community service instead of paying the fine. Okay. okay. And you can, there's different op- opportunities to do. And one of the opportunities was an uh, animal shelter. <laughs> and so we'd go to this animal shelter. And they're used to saying like, more hardened criminals and Jeff is such a nice guy yeah. I mean he is just not there's not I mean yes he's a brute hockey player but besides uh-huh. that he's just no, the he's sweetest he like a nice easygoing guy and they're used to have when people are coming in doing community service to pay off their crime their debts to society they're used to the guy. you know bad dudes yeah. and here Jeff they they thought he was excellent they oh, loved him that's so, <laughs> so cute. it was really like, what are you doing funny. in here yeah exactly <laughs> I I ran a stop sign. <laughs> <laughs> so sweet. Yeah. And it was a, such a stupid stop sign. And to this day, we still resent that stop sign. It's like, speed bump. Is it by stop. your house? It's where, where we were used oh, to live. Oh, used to live. Yeah, okay. it's not by our That's house so funny. Speed bump, stop sign, speed bump. I always say Kentucky roads. <laughs> I can't <laughs> with some of them. Yeah, where I grew up in, in New York, roads mm. were quite wide. And the shoulder was usually at least two or three feet wide. Yeah. And here the shoulders it's like not. two to three c- oh, millimeters. Oh, your car doesn't even fit. No. And if there's a car coming in the direction, <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Scary. Like you're gonna get in an accident. I know. Yeah. Well, let's let's end with one more question that I have for you. What? So my my podcast is called the Pearl Podcast, um, because I love to hear about something or multiple things, whatever something difficult in your life that you've overcome and what you've learned from it and I feel like those lessons that we learn from hard things like in the moment we hate that we're in the situation but the things that we take from those situations are like precious pearls air quotes if you will like precious things that we're grateful that we learned so what what would you say is something like that in your life Oh, there's a lot. Yeah, I would say, I mean, sure. my life right now is quite hard. Yeah. And I would say that one thing that I, I have a daughter who suffers from a lot of mental health mm-hmm. challenges and the depression so is, is real and it's, it's really hard. Yeah. But what it has done for me, it, it has made me far more compassionate. Mm-hmm. I mean, as, as I see my own daughter's struggles and difficulties, it makes me aware that there's a lot of people in the world who struggle and have really hard times. And I think that it makes me just stop and just be more understanding. I've been guilty of, you know, watching the videos on YouTube where I see somebody kind of going crazy in the bookstore, whatever, you know, whatever the thing. And I'm going, rather than laughing at that person, which is what I kind of used to do, I've had to realize that that person is probably struggling with stuff that I have no idea about. And I think it's really important that I just kind of stop and say, these are human beings. These are children of Heavenly Father, yeah. and He loves them. Yeah. And the least I can do is give them some grace Aww. and let them not, you know, not, not join in the ridiculing of their struggles. Yeah. Let them fight through it and be supportive and loving mm-hmm. rather than mocking. That's kind of so how sweet. I, that's kind of how I see I, it. 
love that because it is so it is so true like you don't look at somebody and you see all of their problems like on the outside you don't some people do have like oh, yeah. physical child yes but some a lot of people it's all inside yeah and we're great actors yes we're great at pretending we're fine yep. we're great at you know, whoever, if you go to church, we're great at getting dressed up, looking our best. Or our just best, showing up in a... Just <laughs> showing up, however you However you are. Just show up, you're there. And it is, it's like, we need to focus more on the fact that they're there and trying than like what yeah. they look like or if they're all together or yeah. whatever it may be. I yeah. love that. Yeah. What would you say is would be your greatest piece of advice to somebody listening today from what you've learned in your life? I would think that the most important advice that I could give anybody is to remember who you are, and that is a beloved child of God. No matter what you've done, he loves you, and you matter, and you're important. Noelle, that was so beautiful. Thank you so much. I think we might need to do it part two because I feel like you have, you are just oh, burst. I can tell you. I've like, got I so many stories. So I think we'll have to just schedule another okay. one to do more. Um, but thank you so much for being on. I Absolutely. I am just so impressed by like your upbringing. Like I feel like I was a little like giggly today. Like <laughs> some of your stories were cracking me up it does but, like, seem kind of unbelievable it does i think <laughs> I that's swear, everything i've said was true <laughs> I, I, I believe you it's just so wild and i'm glad that i did this because i feel like i just like love you more like i feel like i know you and this is why i like doing this because i feel like i appreciate people more and i'm yeah i don't know i feel like it is it helps you have more grace toward people when you let them talk and like yeah. get to know them for real yeah so thank you so much absolutely it was a pleasure <laughs> thank you and we will have you back on i'm sure the people i'm sure that i'm the sure the massive the, the massive the fans massive <laughs> all of the screaming <laughs> fans i'll be back people scream be your back. name <laughs> <laughs> okay thank you everybody for listening today and i will see you next week Bye. <laughs>